Hey guys, Dylan here, producer of the Ecommerce Alley podcast. Now, before we get into this episode, I wanted to let you know about a special offer that we are giving all of our podcast listeners. If you scroll down below this episode in the show notes, you'll find a link to a special podcast listener deal on our scientific e-commerce Facebook ads testing course. Now, normally this is $27, but we're going to give you a special link to grab it for only 10 And included with that is a 30-minute ads expert call where we help answer your questions and implement the content. Thank you very much for being a valued listener to our podcast. And now, on to this episode. I hate to say it, but I used to be addicted to chaos as an entrepreneur. I'd get an influx of cash and then go on a hiring and buying spree, then wind up broke again. I'd get these big items off of my plate only to fill them with more items, or I'd even get one part of our business automated and efficient, running just like I wanted it to run, and then I would jump on a new business opportunity that would come and stretch me thin and burn me out. I was ultimately, what I realized, a chaos junkie. I wanna ask you something, and I want you to be real with me. If you're listening to this, I want you to answer this question in your mind. The last time your business had an influx of cash, what did you do? Now, did you sit on the cash for a while? Maybe you paid down some debt, or did you quickly go and use it to buy the next piece of equipment, the next new software, the the new office, maybe the new hire, or even even the new marketing effort? And I know I do do that a lot because I'm a marketer, so for me, if I have an influx in cash, I'm sitting on a a good pile of cash, what do I want to do? I want to make that cash start working for me, right? So I go and I, I liquidate as much as I possibly can to put it into something like marketing or advertising to start bringing more dollars in, which is great when it's great and when it works. And I'd say for a majority of my 10 years, if I... Ask myself that question. I said, you know, when I if I got an influx of cash today, what would I normally do with it? Would I sit on it? Would I pay it on debt? Would I go quickly spend it on something else? I would say majority of the time, I did the latter. Largest revenue month ever, right? That would happen. Awesome. Let's hire someone to do our social media. Let's upgrade our computers. Let's schedule the team retreat. And now I I don't think there's anything wrong with those things. And to this day, we we still invest in things. We buy fun stuff. We go on team retreats. We do those things. But until we were in a much stronger cash position, doing that put us in this cycle of consistently living in chaos, burned out, always chasing the, the next month, always chasing the next project in hopes that once this project is done, then I'm going to have this off my plate. I'm going to free up all this time to do insert whatever. And now I believe finance is only one area that we create this chaos inside our business, but it happens in so many other areas. Most entrepreneurs I met, they live in this state of constant stress, constant chaos, and they cre- when they create margin in their life, it's for like two seconds, <laughs> and then they immediately get rid of that margin by filling their time with whatever or liquidating the cash on whatever. And I, I want to ask you another question here. Like, if you open up your computer, let's pretend, let's, and I'm, we're going to dream here. Everybody listening or watching, I want to dream with you for a moment. Let's say you open up your computer, you check your email, you don't have any fires to put out. In fact, you're pretty much at inbox zero. And on top of that, you don't have any pressing needs from your team or your customers, and your calendar has zero meetings on it. 
And I know it sounds probably too good to be true, but for today, let's let's all pretend that's true. Uh, to open up a, a day of no meetings for me always felt like like just the heavens opened up in my day was entirely free for me to work on those things that I know I needed to and I wanted to work on. So let's just pretend that happened. You open up your email, inbox zero, no fires to put out, your team isn't demanding from you, uh, your calendar is free. If that were right now, how would you feel? What would you do in that scenario? And if a majority of my time... I I would always feel like something was wrong. Like I got so used to putting out fires and issues always needing taken care of and I never had enough time to work on the projects and the campaigns and the things that I really wanted or needed to work on in our company that would push us forward. But instead my days were just constantly filled with the next urgent thing and, and it felt like no matter how hard I tried, I just lived. I lived in it and I expected this chaos. And if there wasn't chaos... Like the scenario I just painted, if there wasn't chaos, then I would subconsciously begin to create it. I'd start getting into our team's business and their projects. I'd I'd start meddling in tons of different things. I would try to fix things that didn't need fixed. I would take the excess cash in our bank and try to strategically invest it, putting us in a poor cash position. But I knew it would help us in the long run. It's just a short period of time, and I would tell my wife this all the time, so Kelsey's a saint for, for, for going along with this all of those years. <laughs> I would put us in a poor cast position because I knew it would help us out in the long run. And my day would start with no meetings on it, a clear schedule to really make progress on the high-impact things in our business, but what would happen was I'd end up filling the entire day with non-essential items, and I would end up with five meetings and one-on-ones before the day ended, And I get to that end of the day and I would say, what in the world just happened? I started with a clean slate, nothing wrong. Everything is as I believe it should be. I have time to make some real progress on our business. And I ended up in six and a half hours of unplanned meetings in putting out fires or fires that didn't exist until I started putting my hands in things and created them. And looking back, I believe it was because if I got real honest with myself, it was because I was addicted to the chaos and I was always seeking that next high, like not realizing though that I was doing it. I was what I would call a chaos junkie. And, and think about it. It's why we constantly refresh our bank accounts, our Shopify dashboards, our ads managers. And while we often do it in the vein of keeping a pulse on our business, that's what we like to say, right? That's why I have ads manager on my phone and I check it 38 times a day. And that's why I'm always refreshing my Shopify or that's why I'm always logging into Chase or whatever bank you use and, and seeing my bank, bank account balances. And, and we're doing it in the vein of keeping a pulse on our business. And, and reality is, you know, we want, we want that dopamine hit. We want that dopamine hit of seeing good numbers. It's affirmation and validation that what we're doing is good, Right, And that we are the entrepreneur that we desire to be. And I think more often than not, though, there's a subconscious part of our mind waiting, just sitting there, waiting to see something bad. As entrepreneurs, we are innately problem solvers. We, we thrive on just fixing, building, and improving things. So when we see something on a sales or an ads dashboard that isn't ideal for that moment, we just throw ourselves into this whirlwind of chaos and we try to fix it. And, and it could look a couple different ways. You know, Whether that's just dropping everything 
that we're doing right then and there to start working or just simply occupying our minds to play through the different scenarios and get the gears turning on all the potential fixes in our head. Personally, I spent eight years doing those things, day in and day out, six to seven days a week, I felt like that. Living in chaos or not knowingly creating the chaos because my subconscious mind told me that it was not normal for something to not be wrong. I almost felt guilty. Like I felt guilty when something wasn't happening or our team was running the ship and I didn't have something to do. And I felt like I had to fill that void. My calendar was free. I had to fill that void with something. And oftentimes it just threw us into more whirlwind of chaos. Now, however, I feel very fortunate. My days are now largely spent doing the deep work I love, like recording content like this and, and, and filming podcasts and, and, and working with our clients, but then also working heavily on the things in our business and the rocks that are really moving us forward. And I get to work on those things and make immense progress on the things that not only I love, but the things that really move the needle the most in our business. And I get to step into the role of, of being the visionary and being the entrepreneur that I genuinely, truly want to be. So in this episode, I want to talk about this dangerous cycle of being a chaos junkie so that hopefully if you feel similar, like you're listening, maybe you're listening to this right now and you're like, holy crap, Josh, like that is me. I feel like that happens. And, and if you feel similarly and maybe some of these things sound like you, then you can begin taking daily steps toward a more satisfying business. Probably the business that you set out to start to create the lifestyle, not only the income, but like the lifestyle and the, the ideal day for you and what you wanted that to look like when you first started your business. But first, I don't believe, I don't believe you will ever be 100% chaos free, but rather you learn how to manage it and you also learn how to not create it because it's not like if fires are gonna happen in your business, right? It's not like if surprise things happen, they're gonna happen, surprise. Uh, it's when, it's when are those things gonna happen? So chaos is gonna happen, but if we can learn how to manage it and not create it even unknowingly, then we're gonna live a lot happier life and we're gonna probably make a lot more progress in our business. And second, I want you to think of your ideal day. What does that look like? What do you do? When, you, when do you start working? When do you end working? How many hours are you in meetings? How does your income and how does your time flexibility look like? And if you're like me, then you've probably seen, or maybe you've even met some people in your industry who, and, and you know what I mean, like the people, you meet them in your industry and, or you see them and they have, it seems like they have a good grasp on things like this, like their business, their finance, their family, their time. Everything seems to just work so cohesively, like they have the best balance in the world. And you're, and you're always, you're sitting there wondering if you're like me, like I was always wondering, like, how the heck do they do it? Like I'm over here drowning. I'm just scraping by. I'm trying to cover rent for our building. I'm trying to just make payroll here and I'm just trying to cover the next month of ads. <laughs> I'm just trying to cover this month's worth of ad bills next month, right? And so you get in this cycle and you're, you're sitting there and sometimes you're like, it just doesn't seem realistic. It's like they're living this fairy tale as entrepreneur, as an entrepreneur. And it's like, I, I really want to do that, but I, how in the world are they doing it? It's like they have all their, their crap together and you're just this super hot mess. And from day one of starting our business, I remember seeing that all the time, right? When you get on social media, I, you'll see people talking about those things. And, and I always told myself when I hit X or in sales, or maybe I hit 
X number or Y number of employees, then I'll be able to have balance like that. Finally, I'll be able to have balance like that. But sadly, how many times do we say that? But how often does it happen? Didn't really happen for me like that. I remember, I mean, we've been in business for this business, the e-commerce outlet for 10 years, almost 10 years right now. And for the first eight <laughs> I was living in a state of just constant, just chaos and all kinds of things happening. And I would see all these quote unquote, I guess you call it influencers, but people in your space that are just like really cream of the crop, like people that are really killing it in your industry. And I'd always wonder like, how are they doing that? Because I, as hard as I try, can't do it. But if I can make this much say, this much in revenue or get this many people on our team, then it's going to free me the time and it's going to give me the income to allow us to do whatever. But for me, I want to share a story, an experience that I had. And one of the most prominent experiences that I had was with one of our very first clients ever. And his name was Dr. Josh Wagner. He was a young chiropractor out of Manhattan. And when we began working together, he always had this calmness about him. Like Regardless of the time of the year or even how his business was going at that very moment, he found time to retreat from his business. He didn't stress about money. He traveled to some of the coolest places on the planet. And whether his business was really growing or not, he still did those things. He maintained the same composure, the same routine, the same focused day in and day out. Now, over the years, I had a couple opportunities to attend a few different masterminds with Josh, have many conversations with him. And after being a client for about a year, the very first year we were in business, he was one of our first clients. uh, He Begin to transition into a mentor rather than a client. And he, and, and we handed off the work we we're doing to someone else. So we, we handed it to a team that was set up for him. And then he became a friend and kind of a mentor to me. And I remember being, we did a one-on-one mastermind for several days in Scottsdale, Arizona. And while we were there, beautiful Airbnb that we're at, we had activities, just tons of stuff that we were doing. And while we were at this mastermind together, Diving deep into each other's businesses, like kind of just iron sharpening iron with each other. I had to constantly break away to put out fires in our business. I woke up before him just to get extra work in. I crammed, I crammed food in during lunch breaks. We would take like hour long lunch breaks. I would cram food in just to get an extra 15 or an extra 30 minutes of additional work in. And I felt so distracted during our few days together that I just, I was just in, in just a whirlwind of like chaos. Josh, on the other hand, this dude wakes up early. Uh, he, wo- he woke up after me. Obviously, I was waking up earlier, but he would wake up early still. He would make his morning hot beverage. I think it was tea. <laughs> he meditated. He journaled. He was prepared. He asked great questions during our sessions, and he was present during the entire trip. And I remember at the end of, toward the end of our time together, I asked him, I said, Josh, like, I feel like you're always calm. And focused in your business. Like, I, I, I can't wait till our business grows to the point where I can finally be. And I'll never forget what he said. He just said, well, you won't. <laughs> and so I'm like, that's not what I want to hear. And I'm like, obviously, uh, I need you to exp- like expand a little bit on this. Like, what do you mean by that? And he told me, well, if your business and life is chaos now, what do you think it'll be like when you're 10 times bigger? <laughs> Hey, thanks for checking out the e-commerce alley podcast. If you've been enjoying this episode so far, it would mean a ton to us if you leave us a rating on whatever podcast app you're listening to. And as a token of our appreciation, if you take a screenshot of your review and email it to team at the e-commerce alley.com, 
we're just gonna go ahead and shoot you a $10 Amazon gift card just as a thank you. Now, back to the episode. And that was like mic drop moment, like like mic drop. If we were in a movie or a comedian show, I guess, that would be the mic drop, right? Like that's the bam right there. Like how true is that? I mean, it's so, it, 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 it just hit me right in the chest. Like if your business and life is chaos now, what do you think it'll be like when you're 10 times bigger? Like how true is that? If we're constantly living in a state of chaos now, how in the world can we expect something to suddenly change later? It reminds me of a story I heard once about two therapists. One therapist had just gotten divorced. And after doing so, they were talking to another therapist friend of theirs uh, who asked them, how in the world did you get divorced? You're a therapist. People come to you with their marital problems and you ask the questions and you help them work together and, and, and come together as a team as much as possible. And you are the expert of this. So how did you end up getting divorced? And the newly divorced therapist told their therapist friend, I've thought about this a lot and I've come to the conclusion that it happened two ways, gradually, then suddenly. How many people do you know who suddenly became broke or suddenly became overweight? Or how many entrepreneurs do you know who suddenly went belly up or suddenly had massive success? And in my experience, and this is, this is me, maybe you're similar, but in life, in business, it doesn't work like that. It's gradually, then suddenly. Because if it's sudden success, then it's usually not sustainable success. Because if it's sudden, you don't have to undergo the struggle. You don't have to undergo the journey that comes along with gradually. And while I would love to say... <laughs> After my, this mastermind session with Josh, these several days we were there together, um, even after Josh's wise words to me, I'd love to say that I listened and that was the pivotal epiphany moment of my business journey that turned it into less chaos and more focus and more vision and more growth. But the reality was I didn't listen. And I kept trying to experience this sudden, this sudden moment of everything changing in our business, but it didn't happen because I, I, I found this unique, strange addiction to chaos. Like if I dug, dug real down, I was real vulnerable about it. Looking back, like I, I was addicted to something always going wrong. I liked the high of always being needed. I liked the, I liked when I got to fix things because again, as entrepreneurs, we are innately problem solvers. Like if something wasn't on fire or burning for me, then, then something was wrong. And, and even after that session, it perpetuated for several years more until, until I finally had my moment. And this is when I was on a two week camping trip with my wife. We try to do this once a year. We, we take two weeks. We, we get off the grid, not necessarily off the grid. Like, Hey, we're not that crazy, but we, 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 we go and we spend, we'll take Maxwell with us, our dog Maxwell. And we will go for like two weeks. Actually, we just booked an RV where we're going here in a couple months. We're taking another two weeks. And in two years ago, we went on a two week trip to Glacier National Park, Montana. And we're in Yellowstone, the Grand Tetons. But while we were in Glacier National Park, um, that was when I gained a new perspective and vision for my life. Because once I realized how addicted I was to chaos, as I sat there, 
I, as I, I meditated, as I journaled and I wrote and I, tr I tried to cast new vision for our life because I just wasn't happy and I was eight years in. And I feel like eight years in, you should have an idea, right? You're eight years in. I, I should have a grasp on this whole revenue and profits thing. I should have a grasp on not being burdened and buried under debt. I should have a grasp on how to actually grow a team. And I felt like just everything was all over the place. And once I sat down and I realized how addicted I was to things always being wrong, I began to reverse engineer the habits, the behaviors, and the things that needed to change so that I could live that vision that I, that I wrote down while I was in Glacier. So I set forth the vision, and then I said, what is stopping this from happening? And when I got really real with myself, I realized it was because I loved to create chaos and I loved being needed. And when things weren't on fire or it wasn't needed, I felt like something was wrong. But once I did that and I reverse engineered everything, I said, what habits and behaviors and things do I need to change so that I can live that vision? That was my moment. I stopped checking my bank accounts every day. I deleted my ads manager from my phone. I began having set start and end times to my day. I stopped playing video games. I stopped checking my emails on evenings and weekends as much as possible because that, by the way, is another trigger. We all do it. We all check our email at 11.52 p.m. on a Friday night when we're with friends or we're with family or maybe we're in bed at that time. Let's go a little early. Let's say 9.32 p.m. for all of us early birds, right? And you check your phone and you're swiping your email and the question I have to ask myself and probably you is for what? What are we hoping to find, right? Are we, looking for, are we looking for gold? Like we just refreshed email and suddenly the email came in and the Nigerian king or the Nigerian uh, queen finally sent the, the million dollars to your bank account? No, we check because we always are seeking subconsciously chaos or problems or things, right? And so uh, I had to set boundaries on evenings and weekends and I would say as much as possible. Occasionally there are things that we do have to take care of. Unfortunately, that's a reality, if I'm being real. And the most recent thing that I did was I set boundaries around zero work on Saturdays and Sundays. And in doing so, I have felt the gradual fulfillment in my life and in our business. And in this year, our business is on track to more than double the revenue that we did last year. So if you're doing the math on all of this, we're in year 10 right now. And it wasn't, it was two years ago in year eight that we experienced this. I'm fresh. I'm not an expert in this, but I want to share my perspective on this. And since doing these changes and continuing to work toward them, you don't just one and done. It is a daily grind to become better in this area of creating chaos. And we are on track to double our revenue from the first year that I decided to start making this trek and start changing some things. We're about to double revenue in the second year of doing that. And while doing this, I'm of about to double revenue this year versus last year since starting to do this. And all while working less and enjoying what I'm building much more. I want to leave you with something. I want to leave you with with this is a quote from Jim Rohn, and it's it's always stuck with me. I, I probably heard this quote toward the beginning of my entrepreneurial journey. So it's, it's, it's been a little while. And this is one of the quotes that has stuck with me for a long, long time. And Jim Rohn, great speaker and philosopher said, it all starts with your philosophy. A small shift in your philosophy can change your whole life. For example, everybody knows an apple a day 
keeps the doctor away. But if you tweaked your philosophy just a little bit to a Hershey bar a day, you'll change your life and you will end up in a lot different spot. You may not feel it in a day or two days, but in five months, five years, or 25 years, it will change the entire trajectory of your life. If you feel like you're living in chaos and that you are addicted to it, like I have felt addicted to it, and you're constantly checking things, and if you wake up to a day that you have this opportunity, a fresh slate, no meetings, no fires, things are humming along, and you're able to start working on the deep work and the things that are gonna bring your business to the next level, and you squander it with getting your hands in things you shouldn't, and just uh, maybe even wasting additional hours in the day on things that are just meaning, like just taking up time, going to lunches, filling your day with meetings that were not even planned, then realize, it may, you may not feel it today or tomorrow in a month, but in five months, five years, 25 years of doing this, you'll get to this place where you could have not made any traction and you will be the same in 25 years as today if you don't begin taking those small little steps toward creating a less chaotic life and squashing that addiction. Well, this was a little bit different of a podcast. So thanks for hanging out. This is uh, this is like little sessions of Josh's brain, what, what goes on in the mind of Josh occasionally. And so uh, you have been listening to the e-commerce Alley podcast produced by Dylan Counts. If you like this kind of a podcast, it's a little bit different. You know, it's a little different from our normal, like talking tactics and strategy and all that good stuff. Then follow me on Instagram at Josh Coffee. Go ahead and shoot me a DM saying you like this, <laughs> this style of a podcast. Uh, and if you have any questions, please shoot me a DM on there and maybe we'll, we'll dive into some more stuff on this podcast. If you haven't joined the e-commerce Alley Facebook group, it's free. Go do it. Alleypodcast.com slash group, and we'll see you in the next episode. Hey guys, it's Josh. Thanks for listening to the audio version of the e-commerce alley. Did you know that we actually have an amazing set in high quality video production that gets posted on YouTube every single week? If you've never watched the e-commerce alley on YouTube, you have to go to alleypodcast.com slash YouTube to check it out. Once again, thank you for listening to this podcast and we hope you enjoy this episode.